0: Welcome to Bobcast. Bobcast delves into the pulse of today's most pressing issues, offering listeners an audio tapestry of timely conversations and profound insights. Each episode stands as a reflection of our contemporary world, weaving together expert perspectives, personal stories, and in depth discussions that capture the nuances of the challenges and triumphs we face every day. In an era where noise often drowns out meaningful dialogue, Bobcast serves as a beacon, bringing clarity depth, and truthful understanding and opinion to the forefront of auditory exploration. Listen to a new and exciting episode every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Now, here it is Bob.
1: Well, here we are. It's Wednesday. I hope everybody is having a nice day. Uh, Sure has been a lot going on this last week. Um... And it's a lot of, you know, I just don't even understand. I really don't. Um, If I'm laying in bed and somebody was to come in and kill me, should my family or should my government not retaliate? Um, That's the the question I, I keep pondering because of all the outrage against Israel for defending itself and protecting its own people. As we all know, Hamas, which was, by what I understand, I could be wrong, but that's up to you to check and see. Hamas was the government or what the Palestinian people voted for. Um, They were the ones that uh, decided to launch this attack against Israel. And they did it very, very unexpectedly. No warning and very precise. They targeted people in their homes at night. They raped women. They killed families. They came in and literally shot people in the house, killed them dead. They uh, tortured babies. They did everything that you can think of that is despicable. And uh, Israel was cut off guard. Israel... Was cut off guard. But Israel, like any other country, wanted to protect itself and its sovereignty. So they attacked back. And when they attacked back, there were some innocent people that got killed. There's no doubt about that. But so many people in this country and even around the world are ignoring. The fact that Hamas or the Palestine government—I don't think the Palestine people did any, had anything to do with this. I don't. Uh, I, I don't know, but I know that uh, the Hamas is supposed to be the elected government of the Palestinian people. I doubt if the Palestine people voted for such atrocities, but their government has done it now. And because of this, they are being slaughtered themselves for no reason. I mean, no reason that they, that they did. Uh, it's just, uh, as they say, uh, uh, collateral damage when there's a war. I hate to say it that way, but that's what it is. But the protest against Israel it's just unbelievable because it's not just against individuals, it's against Jews. And I, 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 I'm just amazed because when I was younger and lived out or not lived out, but just got out of the Holocaust when I was born. I mean, this was just something you didn't do anymore. You didn't, you know, you didn't persecute a certain religion or uh, a certain group of people. And, uh, for people in our country to not open their minds and open their eyes before they open their mouths and start hollering against Israel, do they do they even know what Hamas did to Israel to make Israel respond in such a way? I don't know, but I'm very disappointed and all the protest and everything. I'm disappointed in our elected officials uh, standing up for Hamas. Well, they say they're not standing up for Hamas. They say they are standing up for the Palestine people. Well, that's like catch-22 there, I think. I mean, if our... If our country was to go to war with somebody, I mean, I don't think the other side would just single out government people to go to war with. They would single out the country to go to war with, which would include us, you, me, our families, and everything else. So it's unfortunate, definitely unfortunate, definitely, definitely, definitely unfortunate. But it's also the protests— is not warranted. It's just not. Um, and I'm very disappointed with our colleges. Our colleges seem to be very openly have become propaganda schools or not even propaganda schools. They are promoting an agenda. They're not teaching anything except... I, I don't even know if they're teaching how to get along in business or anything else anymore because there's just too many teachers I hear. Of course, obviously, I haven't been in a classroom in years and years and years and years. But there's too many people I hear are teaching this kind of hatred. And that's just unfortunate, unbelievable in this country. I mean... I I don't even get it. There's so much hatred going on. And, you know, we got a government here led by a president that uh, ran on the campaign of restoring the soul of democracy. He was going to be the uniter. And he ran on this because so many people, Did not like Trump. And the people that didn't like him didn't even understand what they were doing when they voted against him because they voted against a personality, not accomplishments. Had they taken the time to really investigate what Biden has done by being in government for 40 years and what Trump had done by being in government for three years? I think they would have voted for Trump. They, they wouldn't have voted for Biden. But, you know, somebody told me the other day, you got to look at Trump like this. He drives up to your house. He runs over your grass. He comes in the house and he's very arrogant. And you want to get your kitchen remodeled. And he calls these things outrageous names and looks at the cabins and call them a disgrace. Nobody should live in a place that has cabinets like this. And he just talks really off the wall. But you hire him. And after he goes in there and fix the kitchens, it looks great. It's better than anybody else could have done. So that's what I think happened with the the, uh, election last time. They were so concerned about Trump's mannerisms, about the way he said things, the way he attacked people. And I'm not saying they were good. That's that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just pointing out that he did do that. And there's no doubt about that. But what the people who voted for Biden didn't look at is the accomplishment Trump had done. And, you know, quite frankly, there hasn't been any uh, president in, uh, in modern times in a long time. That I can remember that did so much for the American people uh, that Trump did, and uh, I, I just, I, I just, I'm really, really, really confused why people want don't want him to come back in to be president again. Uh, I'm just, I, I don't, I don't get it. It's, it's, it's almost like you hate the country. There, I said it. It's almost like you hate the country. Because look at Joe Biden. What has Joe Biden done? What is his accomplishments? Well, he pulled out of Afghanistan and left billions of dollars of our military equipment over there, plus American citizens. He did do that. Gas prices have gone up since he stopped the drilling in the United States, all for green energy, which Scientists say that's something to be concerned about. There's no doubt about that. I'm not saying it's not. But it's not something we have to ruin an economy to, to change it because other, co- other countries aren't going to be able to change it that quick, and we're not going to be able to change it that quick. But I think everybody's doing it. Every car maker is coming out with a car that's electric, if you notice that. So that's a good sign. But uh, to, to just destroy our economy under the umbrella of the Green New Deal or climate change is BS. That's it, BS, bullshit, bullshit. So that's what Joe Biden's done. He's hurt the economy. Gas prices have gone up. Interest rates have gone up. You know, my my son can't even buy a house now. Uh, In fact, I couldn't buy a house now with these rates, 8%. Who can afford that? Food prices have gone crazy. My wife and I were alone, just her and I. We spent 125, maybe 135 a week. If we ever hit 150, we'd think, "Wow, we got to come back on something." It's not that we couldn't afford it; it's just that we didn't want to. Didn't want to be paying that much. You know what I mean? Just because, just because somebody can afford to do something doesn't mean they they want to waste their money doing it. But now, I mean, her budget now each week is 200. dollars And sometimes she can't even stay under that. So, I mean, that's that's a big jump. That's, you know, $200 a month. So that's $2,400 a year just on groceries. Forget the gas. Forget the clothes. Forget electricity that runs your house and all that. Um, I mean, prices are just crazy. Now, I don't think you could really blame Biden for all of that um you know in the natural scope of progression you're going to have change and some of it's not going to be positive to begin with but it will turn out to be all right maybe later on but it's not it's something we kind of go into it's like getting older you grow up you become smarter as you grow up you become wiser so you don't just one day snap your fingers and become smart just like you can't one day snap your fingers and fix climate change or fix the climate it's a gradual process so you have to take baby steps and biden didn't do that i mean he just didn't and uh, and i don't think i don't think people even realize that what's going on in the country now could have been prevented it could have been prevented and if trump or any republican didn't have to be trump Republicans don't waste money. Democrats think that you fix any problem by throwing money at it. They just gave Amtrak twenty five billion dollars. We are thirty three trillion dollars in debt. Thirty-three trillion. And Biden is, is sending billions of dollars to Ukraine. Now he's sending billions of dollars over to, to Israel, and he just gave Amtrak twenty five million. Or it might have been billion, I don't even know for sure. I just heard it on the radio. So, I mean, you just can't keep spending like this. You can't. I can't. I mean, it's like they got an unlimited credit card. It's someday you're going to have to pay it. And this is why you hear sometimes about how we're hurting our kids and our grandkids, because they're going to be the ones that's going to have to, excuse me, pay it when it comes due. And that's a good possibility that they will. I don't know exactly how that's going to play out. I can't even imagine. I mean... I just can't even imagine what my granddaughter is going to be subjected to. In fact, I can't hardly imagine what my son's going to be subjected to. And he's only 42 years old. He's got another 30, 40 years ahead of him. And the way things are changing, I, I, I can't even imagine. can't even imagine. But anyway, um, I don't know how I got off into Trump so bad, but I did. Uh, I also think it's interesting that they... I, I, you know, how many of you out there could honestly say that you have never fudged a credit application or fudged a rental agreement or maybe even fudged a, a loan to get your car? How many of you said you made more money than you actually made? How many said that? Probably a lot. Uh, and it's up to the credit bureaus or the credit card company or whoever to do whatever they do with all the electronic gadgets they got today. They can just about do anything. You know that. I know that. It's up to them to take whether or not. They're, they're, they're In other words, what I'm trying to say, let me explain it. Slow down and explain it. You can't go into a car lot and buy a car. You can't get a credit card. Can't buy a house and put down a number on an application. And a, and a lender looks at it and says, oh, you, you, you put down, you make 50000 a year. Okay, you can have this credit card. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't. They do their due diligence. Now, I'm not even sure why, if you think about why they even have you put down up you make, because they verified their own ways. Uh, it, it does play in there. It does. But, you know, just like uh, uh, it, it's a factor. There's no doubt about it. They want to make sure you can pay it back. But on Trump, they're talking about it's it's almost it's so ridiculously outrageous ridiculous that I can't really talk about it. Mar-a-Lago, everybody knows Mar-a-Lago, okay? A vacant piece of land close to Mar-a-Lago, and I will say it again, a vacant piece of land close to Mar-a-Lago is selling for $200 million. It's a vacant piece of land. This judge in New York has valued Mar-a-Lago for $18 million there is no, you probably can't even hardly get a membership there for 18 million. 18, I mean, you can get it for 18 million, but I mean, come on. I mean, come on. I mean, that's just absolutely ridiculous. But see, they have to be ridiculous in order to make this case against Trump. And I think if anybody pays attention, you, you kind of got to, feel a little bad here, not so much for Trump, but feel bad for yourself. Because what they're doing to Trump, someday they could do to you. What if they decided one day that you had to, you've got five credit cards and on each one of them, you, you falsified your income. And even though you've been paying on the credit cards and the credit card company hasn't complained, they're happy you're paying, they're making money with you. But some government official comes in and says, oh, Joe Blow over here lied on his credit card application. We're going to have to indict him and arrest him and bring him to court because he lied. He lied on his credit card application. You do realize, people, that is what's going on. There's, there's no difference between what I just said and what Trump's going through. They're saying that he falsified the value of his property to get loans. This is the only trial I've ever seen where you don't have a victim, no bank, no 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 credit lender has come forth and said, we lost money because we loaned Trump money. We lost money. Nobody said that. It didn't happen. They all made money. But the Democrat attorney general in the state of Florida who campaigned on getting Trump has brought these charges. And the judge who's just as bad wants the value Mar-a-Lago at $18 million. You know, if 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 somebody could buy that piece of property for $18 million, I'll bet there'd be a line from Mar-a-Lago to Tallahassee. The people standing in line trying to get up for $18 million. It's just, just a joke. So, you know, you could change anything around. I mean, and that's what they're doing up there in New York. So I just wish people, and I know probably not many of you want to listen to me talk about Trump. I get that. But I'm, I'm trying just to use Trump as an example of what could happen to you, and uh, I think I just used a, a very good example of how that would work. You falsify your, you falsify uh, five applications for five different credit cards, and like I said, even though you pay them and everything's good, no problems, uh, the government on their own decide to come in and. Uh, and and make a case against you because you lied on application. And uh, that's what's happening with Trump. So maybe some of you are glad about that. And it's fine if you're glad it's happening to Trump. But just beware, it could happen to you. And that's what I'm afraid of. It's not Trump that I'm trying to defend here. That's not it at all. And anybody thinks that's what I'm saying and talking about, you're not even getting it yet. What I'm saying is if they do it to Trump, they can do it to you. If they can do it to a man that has got all that money, who's an ex-president, they can surely do it to you. And they can put you away in jails and now that you'll never be heard of again. They can do that to you now, ever since January 6th. So, you know, all these things is going on and nobody's paying attention to them. I know I drive for Lyft sometimes. I get I get the radio and I get people in the car and they're, they're looking at their phones. There is no way they're listening to what is going on on the radio. I see that. And I think to myself, man, you know, you probably can't change anything, but you can make little changes, like who you vote for and the different things you support and the way you handle yourself. I mean, I mean, I'd like to hope so. I'd like to hope that we still have, you know, something here in America that uh, is good for us. That we we as the people. By the way, you do know that a democracy is a government that is run by the people. You know, you always hear that. all the Democrats saying, we got to protect democracy. Protect democracy. That's all they say. They got to protect democracy, and yet they they do everything against it. In fact, they do everything against what they say. I often said, and it's true. It's absolutely true. If you ever want to know what a Democrat is doing, listen to what they accuse a Republican of doing. If they're saying that that Republican's stealing money, that means they're stealing money. If they say we're protecting democracy, that means they're killing democracy. Uh, you know, they're just they're just such liars. And uh, you know, it, it, it it's nothing matter to being a Democrat. Nothing matter to being a Democrat at all. But the Democratic Party has changed. In 1963, when well, 1963 is 1960, when, maybe 1960, J.F. came. JFK, John F. Kennedy, came down our street outside of our school. We all hung out of the windows waving to him. He was a Democrat. He was good. He did good things. Democrats did good things. Clinton wasn't even bad. I mean, Bill Clinton, not Hillary Clinton. Bill Clinton. But um, since since Trump got into office and he wanted to do good for the people, the Democrats realized they were losing control and their lies were going to catch up with them. And also, what did they do? They, what's, the, what's the best defense is a strong offense. So they knew they were going to get caught in all their lies and all their BS. So what did they do? They started attacking Trump. They impeached him. They didn't work with him. They didn't care about you or me. They were just protecting their little circle of, as they call the swamp. they just trying to save the swamp for themselves. And uh, like it or not... And that's what happened. Anyway, time got away from us a little bit, didn't it? I didn't, uh, I don't even know how I got into that. But anyway, I did. So uh, until next Wednesday, have a good one. See you then.
0: Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Bobcast. Your time and support mean the world to us. If you found value in today's show, please consider sharing it with a friend or leaving us a review on your favorite platform. You can also email us at bobcastusa.com. At Remember, it's listeners like you that make this all possible. We'll be back with another exciting episode next week. Until then, keep the conversations going, stay curious, and always keep listening. This is Debbie, signing off from Bobcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Until next Monday, take care, everyone.